Welcome to You Be the Scientist, the show that helps you engage with science at all levels, from peer-reviewed primary research all the way to pop site articles and health and wellness advertisements. I am your host, Jay. So I was working, listening to some quality content on YouTube, when I'm interrupted by a 5-minute ad for a probiotic supplement. Probiotics are live microorganisms, like bacteria and yeast, that you take that are supposed to be good for you. This ad begins by referencing research to controlled experiments in mice showing that mice-fed probiotics spend longer treading water to avoid drowning when placed in a water bucket than mice not fed probiotics. These probiotics-fed mice also had lower levels of the stress hormone cortisol than mice not fed probiotics after the treading water experiment. The ad claimed that this was evidence that mice fed a probiotic diet could mitigate their stress and had a higher will to survive. The biological mechanism behind this seemed to depend on the vagus nerve, a nerve that is located in the gut that interfaces with the brain. They claim that because humans have the same nerve, that taking the same probiotic could affect humans in a similar way. They also cite research that shows that rats-fed probiotics had higher testosterone levels and larger testicle size, and again, they claim that because the reproductive systems of rats and humans are similar, that this could benefit humans as well. They then go through a couple of good probiotic foods, ending on their sales pitch for their pill that, quote, has the right good probiotic bacteria that is going to support your male hormonal health. No matter what you think about supplements or about probiotics, take a moment to assess whether you would buy this product for you or a loved one based on the research this ad presents. And really think about it because what's at stake here is $45 per month in pills. I'll summarize the main points for you again. One. Research indicates that mice-fed probiotics treaded water longer than mice-not-fed probiotics when placed in a bucket of water. 2. This may indicate that probiotics-fed mice are able to remain calm under stress and fight longer to survive. 3. This effect is mediated by the vagus nerve, which is located in the gut and interfaces with the brain. 4. Because humans also have a vagus nerve that interfaces with the brain, the composition of the probiotics fed to the mice may also work on humans. 5. Research indicates that rats fed a probiotic diet have higher levels of testosterone and larger testicle size as well as other markers of male reproductive health. 6. The reproductive systems of rats and human men are similar, so the composition of probiotics fed to the rats may also support men. 7. Buying the ad's product, a probiotic containing the same bacteria involved in these two pieces of research, may support your gut health and reproductive health. In 45 seconds, we'll come back together and I'll share my thoughts on the argument this ad is making. Ready? You be the scientist.
Before I give you my thoughts, I want to make one thing clear. I won't ever really be debunking anything on this podcast. The goal of this podcast is to get you to exercise scientific reasoning in your day-to-day life. Debunking something often takes a ton of time and energy to thoroughly research a topic, and for most of us, we just don't have that kind of time. But developing a sense of scientific reasoning can help you quickly assess the quality of the massive amounts of information you come into contact with on a day-to-day basis. Reasoning is not a substitute for doing your research or asking an expert about matters pertaining to your health, but it may cause you to ask important questions that may help you make good decisions in the future. With that out of the way, let's take a look at this ad's argument. There are a bunch of things I could pick on in this ad, but the biggest glaring weakness of this argument to me is that none of the research articles presented were done in humans. Does this mean that this research can't apply to humans? No. Many medical studies often begin in rodents and end with humans. That's why we do rodent research in the first place. So the ad is partially correct in saying that aspects of a rodent's biology are similar to that of humans. But this similarity is, of course, relative. A mouse's biology is obviously closer to a human's biology when compared to, say, an enoki mushroom. So while the ad is not wrong in saying that rodent studies could provide insight into human biology in general, the ad fails to provide specific evidence that the type of probiotics that work in rodents will also work in humans. So if this ad wants me to fork over $45 per month for pills, you better believe I'd like to see some work done in people. At best, this ad convinces me that if I wanted to buy a hypothetical pet rat some supplements, their product might be a good place to start looking. The weakness that this ad has, has a name. There was little in the way of providing validity for its claim. A scientific claim is valid when the design of the experiment produces data that supports a conclusion. In this case, the ad's claim was that buying their probiotic supplement can improve your health. Its evidence draws from two studies done in rodents. While individually, those two studies done in rodents could be real good science, but its conclusions do not necessarily apply to the ad's claim that this works in humans. Checking for validity is one of the many ways you can double-check scientific information you look at. If you want to practice the tools needed to evaluate science that you see, consider following this podcast. I'm going to sound like a broken record here, but I really want to drive this home. Nothing in this ad was false, per se, so I, or we, didn't debunk anything. What we did here today is practice asking pointed questions to try to make a judgment on the merits of a scientific argument designed to separate you from your money. Probiotic supplements, for all I know, could work. Hell, there was a period of my life where I was brewing kombucha because kombucha was trendy. I'm not going to say kombucha isn't healthful, but what I will say is kombucha and many other touted health foods may be candidates for future episodes here. The take-home for today's episode is that if someone is saying, hey, buy my product, or hey, do this thing because the research says it's good, take a breath and before you go in trying to analyze the research itself, ask whether the research actually directly supports what they're saying you should do before making a decision. This may seem simple and obvious at first, but it really does take some practice. And don't worry, future episodes focusing on validity won't have the answer in the title. In those episodes, you can really test yourself to see if you've got a good grasp on checking for validity. 
That does it for today's episode. YBTS's music was done by Stybix. That's S-T-Y-B-I-X. You can follow him on Fiverr. If you're interested in testing your own scientific reasoning skills, visit my website at ybtspod.com for a quiz I put together from a paper done by Caitlin Drummond, a researcher who developed the scientific reasoning scale. In it, there are 12 different true or false questions designed to test different aspects of scientific reasoning. She's a researcher who studies this sort of thing and has helped me personally break down what it means to be able to understand science. If you have comments, criticisms, or questions, or if you want to send me an article you'd like for me to cover, you can follow me on Twitter at YBTSPOD. Hope to see you in the next one.